Live from the fish tank, the home of your semi-finalist blue water walleye. It's your host, Ronnie, with another episode of the DSAC Fantasy Podcast. On this one, folks, we have my semi-final opponent this week, Josh, to preview our matchup. Spend a little time talking about the other semi-final two, but with us two, uh, we're going to talk mainly about our matchup. We're not going to force Josh to hang around and talk about the other sports yet. We can save that for a future episode, but yeah, without further ado, let's get right into all the talk that you don't want to hear about my matchup this week. All right, and I am graciously joined now by my opponent this week. We have Josh. How are we doing today, Josh? Hey, Ronnie. Pretty good. How about you? Not too bad. Excited to be in the second round for the first time. Yeah. So first, figure your first playoff action this year. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, the third year I've made it, but the other two were one and done. So. Oh, okay. So, okay. That's a, yeah. That's the worst. It's nice to. I, granted, I, I didn't win last week, but it's it's still nice to be in the second round, however way it comes. Uh, Certainly. Yeah, we have quite the matchup this week. This has the potential to be a very very fun one. I feel. So. Yeah, let's hope so. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I feel like my uh, strength is in the the pitching category. Um, hopefully, things will improve from today. But that's you know. <clears throat> kind of what I have always relied upon pretty much all year when my offense decides to disappear. So let's hope we can continue, you know, from last week and make it a, uh, a good fight with, with the offense too. Well, oddly enough, I like to think my strength also lies in the pitching. And I like to think that can do a little bit for me here when my offense decides to fall asleep as well. Uh, so we are very alike in, in that way here. But... Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to look at what you did last week and not be very nervous. Um, we are recording this at a little after 10 p.m., so if you're following along in this matchup on late Monday, you you know that the walleye offense has very much not been asleep to this point, but there is still, you know, six days left. So we're certainly not getting ahead of ourselves here, and I'm sure you're not getting too worried or anything at this point in time. It's... No, not, not quite, but um, it's certainly not the best start, especially – leaving the home run on my bench um, day one. That's never a good feeling. Uh, but, hey, we'll see what happens and uh, hopefully pick it up from here and uh, make it a good close matchup. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the fun part about these weekly matchups. You know, everything's wiped clean and we're starting from scratch. So, um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't help but notice that. And I, I can't fault you for sitting Jose Abreu, he's been overall not very good this year. I know the second half has been better than the first half, but that is a low bar yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's been pretty tough. I mean, maybe, you know, there's guys like Stan who have also been pretty awful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just how it, how it ended up today, and we'll see. Yeah, so... Probably, probably an outlier for, for him, honestly. <laughs> I mean, hey, he did get on base, or he got a hit tonight, so that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, and then Telez was the other alternative, but, um, you know, he's one for three with an RBI, so yeah. I'll take that, but it's not a homer. Yeah, I can't fold that at all. Uh, but, you know, so we did, we did play twice uh, this season, and I can't help but feel it's very on-brand for how our matchups went, that you end up sitting a home run on day one, and your pitching starts off 
not quite up to par uh, because for whatever reason, and I truly can't explain this, I don't think there's any real logic behind it, but I have caught you at very opportune times this year. I've not exactly played overly well against you, but we've come out with, with two wins. The, the second one, even though it was a 9-3 walleye win, like we were both really bad. <laughs> Like well, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at some of the stats again, and, like, the pitching, my pitching was terrible, like, 5.4 ERA for both, both weeks, actually, and, I, and that was one of the categories that I won in the second matchup. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, your offense was pretty good. This was good, the second matchup, um, but the first matchup, both of ours were... Yeah, it was... Uh, it was okay. They weren't great. But, yeah, wow, the pitching is really kind of... You know, and it's kind of falling in line with, uh, with this week so far. So now you got me a little worried, honestly. I mean, that's not the intent there because obviously you ran away with five of you. Every starting pitcher category, you just absolutely dominated on the roto table this year. Um, so I, I don't think there's anything you can really draw from, you know, the the luck there. I just right place, yeah, right no, time just, with those matchups. Yeah, there's, there's certainly a little bit of a pattern there. Let's hope uh, that doesn't continue. It would be fun to have have uh, no. both both of us at our best because yeah. I've yeah. I, I talk a lot of shit about my pitching, and you let your pitching do your talking for you. Well, uh, so it would be fun to kind of have you know two two what at least what I think are the two best pitching staffs in DSAC from a dynasty perspective, kind of go toe to toe and and look the part, but. One of the other things yeah, I noticed. No, oh, I was. I'll let you go on that. Oh no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, yeah, let's uh, let's hope so. But I guess diving a little bit more into the matchup, um, this uh, Atlanta at Colorado is really not great for me, especially because I have a pitcher, uh, Charlie Morton, going tomorrow, um, and you have a lot of the Braves offense, so. See, it's a bit of a lopsided matchup there. Let's hope he can kind of figure it out, but uh, a little bit worrisome. The one thing you do have going for you for sure is the fact that Nolan Arenado has been phenomenal for both matchups against me. And when you have him and his running mate, Paul Goldschmidt, the Cardinals offense has been lackluster this year, but those two on their own can be a two-person offense, and all it takes is a couple of good games from them, and uh, all of a sudden the, the scales start to tip a little bit. Oh, yeah, uh, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, pick it up a little bit here. But yeah, so, no, I guess Goldsmith has a home run today, so hey, I'll take oh. it. I uh, hadn't checked in on your team. I, I assume you only have two, or do you have three or something now? Uh, yeah, two. Okay. Third's on the bench. And I'll, I'm going to appreciate my lead in steals for now because I know that's not going to hold up, but. George so, grabbing, grabbing two tonight is a pretty good. That's for me. That's like, you know, I hit like four or five maybe in a week. So, uh, hey, I did look into that too. So I, I, I was either first or second in steel. I think it was first in steals on the year in the roto table. And yeah. I was like 188 or so, and you were like 99. So for all intents and purposes, <laughs> it's, it's almost a two to one stolen base yeah. in my favor. If the math probably works out to like 1.85. Yeah, I, I going into most of these matchups, I, I pretty much know that I have no shot in that category. Um, 
but you know, I can hope that I can hope that you know I have an outlier week. And if I go with steals, I mean, that's like that's like a huge get for me. But again, something yeah. that's highly unlikely. That was that was one one category I was for sure. I don't want to say like penciling in as a win, but you know, that's the the the, the pencil is on the paper for that one. Oh, we're, yeah, we're not yeah, we're not we're not writing it in yet, but we're we're ready to. And yeah, George Springer. You know, I, I kind of do the same thing. Like, look through the matchup. Which categories do I think I have, or you know, which categories do I think I'm going to win, and then see which ones I'll really need if I actually want to. I actually want to win. Um, so I do something similar in that in that sense. That's kind of why I added to um, uh, believers this morning. I was going to get into that, like how you approach this, because it was pretty clear that that was your strategy there to, to get up to, to five relievers. You have, at least coming into today, like not counting my Wainwright starts, because let's be honest, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even trying for that with the playoffs. I have. Oh, like, you benched him. Oh, he, he pitched well tonight, but yeah. What, wait, what? Are you going <laughs> to, if you're not starting him, why do you, are you going to drop him or? Uh, if I absolutely if, if I absolutely have to, but I don't really want to because I don't know I'm just sentimental. Oh my God. Okay, yeah, if you don't need the roster spot, I guess uh, no harm no foul. But I think he's probably going to retire, right? Yeah, that's why I don't want to drop him. I just want to like, kind of let him retire on my bench, not on the wire. I don't know. It's, it's, I okay. my 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 brain and my heart aren't always separate when it comes to that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But. The, the point behind that was you have coming in today, like not counting those two stars, you have like a five or like five or six start advantage depending on like one or two of the ones I want to may or may not use. So you pretty much have strikeouts and one would assume quality starts in the bag here. So you, I'm sure you probably felt comfortable with yeah. with your volume advantage to to make those reliever moves and get exactly. it to. I have I'm rolling with six relievers right now because I can throw a brash in the starting spot for, for the Oh, I didn't even I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I see that now. Well, Michael King is not gonna be he's basically a opener now, so Yeah, he's opening. Uh, he's not gonna grab any save yeah. He'll give you some good ratios probably, but he's also on the Yankee, so he's not gonna give me a save full down. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I was I was actually excited. I tuned into the game because it's on you know the it's on Valley for here in Detroit. Like, oh, all right, cool. Three nothing in the Going into the top of the eighth year, I might be lined up here if they go Lasagna Holmes, which they did. Yeah. I could get two here, and then Osvaldo Cabrera of all people decides to drive to fourth round. Like, well, that sucks. You know what? Yeah, I wasn't. I, I don't. I haven't watched the Yankees game. We're not going to get into this, but I haven't watched the Yankees game in like I don't know three months. So I haven't. I'm not following the game. So also, I'm, you know, glad the unexpected Osvaldo Cabrera. You know, yeah, kind of, I I really only pay attention if I have Rodon going at this point. Yeah, yeah, I don't even like to watch uh, Stan hit because I don't, it's, just I don't it's just depressing. So I just hope I get the notification that he hit a homer. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It's either that or watching him try to run. That can be worse sometimes. Oh, yeah, it's tough. It's, oh, Max yeah. Muncy home run. Well, we're getting back into it. Man, so he killed me two in that second match, if I remember correctly. He had like five homers or something like that. Or, or maybe it was only three, but he had either a lot of homers or a lot of RBIs. There was one of the two that was really outsized. Oh, yeah. And I really hope that I can not get Max Muncied again this week. <laughs> but yeah, you, you really got to worry about Adam Duvall. Like, he hit five home runs last week. Yeah, he already has one today. Yeah. He's, he's on 
he's on a bender. I mean, he started um, off incredibly hot, and then he got hurt. And then yeah. I don't think he quite picked up where he left off, but he has now. Yeah, he was slow for a little bit, but all of a sudden this uh, this last week he uh, he had what five home runs, yeah, just, like 12, 13 RBIs. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw that he homered. Same, like, I just kind of like shook my head, like. Of course, you could just like write it in. He'll hit like three or four home runs this week. <laughs> so I actually went back and looked. The last time I even hit fifteen homers, I think, was like over a month ago. So if Duvall hits a few and Muncy hits a few, it's odds are not in my favor. Mm, okay, okay. For that. Yeah, that, um, but yeah, I guess to follow kind of back up onto the the relievers, I think. I mean, I was pretty much doing whatever I had to do last week with no consideration for this week, right? So I had like three, uh, no, I had two starters who were <clears throat> terrible. Um, so I essentially had to replace them on the roster. So I figured let's give Save Holds a shot. I didn't see anybody who I liked to stream today. Um, so that's why I ultimately decided to go with the relievers. And then, you know, I figured my hitting was pretty set. Um, just have one bench, one player on the bench and go, go with that. Um, most most of these guys start every day, and if not, I can just kind of sub some people out. Um, so yeah, we'll see. No no uh, no saves so far, but uh, still got three. Oh, I still got two guys who might might throw one. So we'll see. Yeah, it looks like Brash is the only one who could potentially be in line for an opportunity tonight. Uh, Harvey's already lost, and Lighter just lost as well. The Yankees are obviously already done, so. And my oh, yeah. only okay. chance for, for one tonight would be Brash. It's still real early, too. I would not put it past Seattle to put up a perfect number on Oakland because it's Oakland. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I think both of us are probably on the same page here where the three pitching ratios are the linchpin here. Though That's the that, that's where the money is going to be made this matchup. I think whoever takes those has a real good shot of winning. Because, like, as, yeah. as you said, like, I'm probably in a good spot for steals. You're in a really good spot for the, the volume I'm pitching. Offense, I, I don't even want to try to predict, like, runs and homers and RBIs and the ratios there. But Yeah, I mean, that, that, I could, that could go either way, I think. I mean, I, I haven't checked the running tables, but, um, you know, I, both of our offenses are capable of putting up a big week, so. And they're um, both capable of not putting up a good week. So <laughs> yeah, they're also both capable of putting up a, t- a terrible week. So <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of what happens when you know. I, I don't know about your roster as much, but when you have guys like Schwarber, Muncy, Stan, who strike out, I don't, I don't even know what it is, thirty-five percent of the time. Um, <laughs> so you're bound to come across a few weeks like that. You just hope it doesn't happen in the playoffs yeah I, I saw something where i think schwarber's on pace to become the first player ever to hit 40 home runs in the season and have negative war oh my god that's yeah i mean he's hitting, one, he's hitting 189 next he's hitting 200 oh he's he's, he's at 200 okay i'll take it he was under he was under 200 for a while i think yeah, he was he was killing Chris earlier this week. It would have been kind of funny if he could have had like a pack to pass Muncie around against Chris. But oh, when uh, when he was on Alex's team, still yeah, like right from the start, because that was like right when Alex had started kind of leaned into to tanking, and he hadn't been able to trade away all of his his pieces yet. And I think he ran into Chris, and just Muncie gave him just a, a miserable week. 
Oh, and I think that was the week. I think I was facing Crystal after that, right? And then I, you know, that sounds familiar. Was it something like that, or I, I feel, feel like, like that happened. That rings a bell. If not, it makes for a good story. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. But so, you know, I, I know it's still early there, but how do you feel about this come the end? Like, or do you? I guess what I'm trying to say is, what do you think will be the the score here at the end? Who do you at winning, and what do you think the score will be? Yeah, I think it's. I think it'll be close. I think at most you might see the, you might see an eight to four at most, but I don't think you know. I don't. I don't expect to see a blowout. Um, honestly, obviously, I would pick myself to win, but I think it could go either way. Honestly, you could see something like seven to five, eight to four, maybe even six to five to one, like last week. Um, but I think it's going to be close, um, no doubt. I feel. And you know, you know, I, I, I felt pretty good about my chances. I liked most of my pitching matchups um, until today, but I think even the rest of the way they're pretty good. Um, I'm just looking through them again. Yeah, they're pretty good. So I, you know, I feel pretty good about my pitching bouncing back, and the offense. You know, it'll do whatever it, whatever it does. Thursday's a, a tough day, actually. I don't know if you've seen that on the schedule. Yeah, there's like nothing going on. I will be. I, I have, I will have three be. hitters. Oof. Yeah, I will be third row at Comerica for that. So, oh, nice, nice. But yeah, it's uh, Thursday is uh, the most barren of late days I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but I guess you know I'm lucky to have a few two start weeks, um, but really helps me out in the you know in the counting stats. Um, yeah, I get Kershaw and Scooble on two starts. You obviously have Gal Gossman and Sale and. Do you have anyone going tomorrow who gets a two-start? Um, only Charlie Moore. I thought George Kerber was, but apparently he's going. Oh, okay. thank God. Oh, thank you God. Know, I, I was supposed <laughs> to have a I, – I thought I was going to have a two-start George Kerber last week, and then they pushed him to Wednesday. So I was like, oh, I'll definitely have it this week, but I guess they're off on Thursday. So Yeah, I've been that, – That's That sucks. I was, I was kind of – oh, they're playing the Mets too. Oh, man, that really sucks. But it's still, I have, yeah, there's still three three star pitchers. Um, I think technically Wayne would be my, yeah, Wayne would be my third, but, you know, we've already crossed that bridge. Uh, but, yeah, Kershaw and Scoble are my two. Um, we'll see how that goes. I've been, kind of what you said with Kirby, I've been watching that with Burns. He's been, like, right on the precipice of a two-star week the last couple weeks, but it looks like if I advance, it'll be the championship. He would have two, which could be very beneficial for me. But he's... He's been yeah, he's been really good against you in particular. I think in both matchups, he's only pitched once in each matchup. I think both of them were eight scoreless. <laughs> oh geez, yeah, probably. I mean, he I, he's had kind of a weird year. Um, Started off kind of slow, and then he's been a lot better lately. Obviously, he kind of got hit around a little yeah. bit. Two of the last three starts, but yeah, I haven't been another weekend. I don't know. He uh, like he just like randomly blow up. Well, I mean, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that happens this week. But. <laughs> From I my point of view, but uh, I, I, who are they playing? They're playing. They got the Cubs in Chicago. Okay, the Cubs can be a dangerous team. You know, when I had Chris on last week, he had meant he had talked about how when he was playing for his pitching matchups, he you know bracketed the league essentially into thirds for how good the opposing offenses are, or maybe it was into quarters and like color coded them in a in like a oh okay like yeah. a strategy guide. And the Cubs, I think he said, will look like a actual like a tough matchup. So. We'll see how that goes. It's a night game at Wrigley. I'm hoping that means the winds are friendly and blowing in and not blowing out. Help help keep some of those fly balls in the park. 
but yeah, we will see about that. It's I like you said, I think this is gonna be agonizingly close and I'm not looking forward to six more days of just being a bundle of anxious nervous <laughs> energy. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean that's basically how it was this last matchup with, with Ping. I mean, it's pretty stressful. Oh good. Um, yeah, I so I I'm I'm kind of taking it uh, Obviously, I'm monitoring the situation here, but I'm not going to start stressing until maybe like Friday, honestly, because Thursday, Thursday, um, well, Thursday might actually be tough because I'm going to have nothing going on. So I'm just going to hopefully I'm up by Thursday because I'm just going to have to stare at the, the score. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try not to stress until like Wednesday or Thursday, at least and uh, take it easy because, yeah, last week was it was tough. <laughs> So, I mean, what a matchup that was. So, I, I got to say, from, took a lot out of me, and I'm sure Pain too. From a neutral perspective, that legitimately might have been the best playoff matchup we've had in any sport. Like, yeah, I, I was. Oh, I don't have it pulled up, but I was looking at. It was, I was looking at the high scores too, uh, or whatever, whatever you guys call it, um, the records, and I was like, wow, I think I broke. It. I don't. I don't know if I broke the home run record, but it was like at least second, and there was like I think it was like eight seven or eight categories where it was like a, 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 a number one or number two record that was a, a new record for the playoffs so it's like wow yeah. this, really is, this is historic for, for QSAC. I think you in particular found your way if I remember rightly talking with Ping earlier I think you had five on your own that were top three for the good records and I know Ping yeah. had a few as well yeah I think I think he like I think he broke a new record for strikeouts I think was yeah I might have even, I might have even too. I don't I, 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 I think he's looked at it again. I looked at it yesterday. I but. think he snuck in at third. It is updated, by the way. So you can go ahead and you can kind of. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. I, I do it every, every Monday when I remember. Very nice. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So I do think tomorrow could be a very big make or break day for me. Because, like I said, that's, I, you have a whole lot more pitching volume than I do. I've got three of my best I can throw tomorrow with Kershaw, with Scoobla, and with Burns. If, if that goes well, that's calms you down a little bit, but if that goes poorly, all of a sudden I feel like I'm up a creek without a paddle unless I can somehow keep pace offensively with what I've done today. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll see. Any, so one question for you. Can, can I expect any uh, – so let's say you have a good, a good uh, week tomorrow. Well, what's the innings limit? I was going to ask you if you expect any, any, shen, any shenanigans, but I think the innings limit might be – what is it? 27. 27. You're not going to hit that tomorrow, then. Well, I have two tonight, so I need to get 25. If I get 6-6 six, six, and 6, there's 18. If I get caught two from King, there's 20. So I, would, okay. I, won't, I won't get it tomorrow unless I have, like, a bunch of relievers. And then you have Cease and Keller. Keller has a good matchup. Yeah. So, I, so what I'm getting at is I, I might – there might be shenanigans come, uh, come Wednesday or Thursday. With the, the discrepancy in volume, I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, Let's put okay, it that way. Okay. Hey, I mean, I did that at the end of my matchup yesterday. So, like, you know, it was only two two players I benched. But, um, I saw that, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to risk it. I had OPS locked up. So, I, I, I can't blame you. It's, it's a legitimate strategy as long as you the index on it. But yep. just, just so I know. you know, It, it, would, it would be a little <laughs> awkward if it happens to you twice, you know. Yeah, you got well, it last year. Yeah, you might want to just um, bench all your hitters now too with those ratios. <laughs> no, so we we instituted there. There's no like ESPN mandated limit, but like Chris has like oh, a, right, has, Chris right, has like right, a round right. number. 
So like I, I have to go here for at least like three or four more days hitting wise, I think. That, I don't know if that was ever really gonna be a question because I can only take three of the the ratios at most for pitching. And then I would need to hope somehow I can like pick and choose steals. And you know, like there's there's too much to play around with here because yeah, you're right. As the home team, I just need to get six. It could be a six-six tie, and I I go through, but six is not equal to three. So I got I got have to play my hitters. I have to hope I can can get enough hitting wise if pitching goes well for me. But if it comes down to it, I'm not afraid to be even more selective with with who I throw out because I'm not feeling great about Dylan Cease at any point in time at the moment. Yeah, he's been he's been kind of tough. Yeah. Mitch Keller is, as you mentioned, is as good as a decent matchup, and he's been pitching quite well these last few starts, three straight quality starts. He'll be going for sure, and you got to think if tomorrow goes well, that would get me over that innings minimum. But we're not. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself on anything. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, long. hopefully we can have a, a, you know, at least in the hitting categories, a full, full kind of matchup the entire week. But we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then before we uh, wrap this up and let you go here, uh, from a neutral perspective, how are we feeling about the other matchup? You know, we can be a little more fun with this and uh, um, not have to worry about yeah. stressing about that for the moment. Let's, honestly, I haven't looked at it yet. So let's take a look. So we have Mike versus Spencer slash Tom, yeah. right? Affectionately known as Spom, yes. Spom. Mike versus Spom. Uh, why don't you start? I'm, I'm going to take a look at the matchup. Reliable. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so with this one, to this point, uh, Spom has been way better on offense, got a 10 RBI lead already. Um, Mike, with three steals already, though. That's, that's good to see for the Joven from their sake. But Spom, they're kind of doing the whole thing where they just go full bore on pitching volume, and it bit them tonight. They got volume, they got a lot of strikeouts. The ratio's not looking great. It'll be hard to come back from, I think, from them, so you can probably pencil that in for, for Mike, give him three there. And then I really don't know what to expect here. Like when I did the preview last week with Chris overall for the whole playoffs, I think I, I mentioned Mike as my favorite. He ran away with the roto table, I believe. I think he's the most talented top to bottom team in the league, or at least uh, the, the safest, the one that I feel can consistently put out a good matchup. I think there are a team or two left that at their best can, can beat Mike. But I think Mike's floor is still really high. Like, obviously, what you did last week was incredible. If you can repeat that, you're beating anybody. But I do like Mike's team, so I would probably put Mike over Spawn. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of looking at just even rosters. And, um, yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, I mean, it's impressive what Spawn has done. <laughs> what yeah. Spawn, that's what, what Spawn has done this year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the pitching staff. Um, yeah, he's really kind of going hard and throwing those ratios away. Maybe uh, kid a walk ratio might be able to kind of fix. But, but I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I mean, the, the pitching staff does not really compare to what I'm seeing from Mike's team and the hitters, too. I know it, I know his hitters have been performing, especially with Acuna, but um, I, I, I would have to agree. I mean, but hey, he's got he's got a nice lead so far. He's he's kind of beating Mike in the in all, in all hitting stats except stolen bases. So uh, who knows? Maybe he'll pull it off. But yeah. I I would have to agree. I think Mike will win. But what what a story that would be if Spencer and, and Spencer and Tom kind of won it all this year. That would be that would be pretty wild. 
I mean, even though it would mean that it wouldn't be me, I'm not expecting to win anyway. I just, I don't, I'm not penciling yeah, this well, in as a year for I mean, me. I'm, I think but, I'm cursed as well, so I'm not expecting to win either. So. <laughs> yeah, but that, like objectively speaking, I think that'd be really fun. For yeah, that, yeah. For that team. Yeah, if uh, if I get eliminated and Spawn moves on, I'll be I'll be rooting for I'll be rooting for them. Yeah, and then on the other hand, you have Mike, who the storyline here, you know, he comes in. Chris beat him twice this year, both of them on retroactive stat corrections. And then he comes in and beats Chris in round one. Uh, Mike lost. Wait, I, I must have missed that. I didn't realize there was more stat correction drama. I, I knew from last, last year's playoffs, obviously, but, yeah, but no, it was <laughs> I didn't know that happened in the regular season, too. Twice. That's like a serious problem, I think. Yeah, twice. That happened with, I think it was a Jose Ramirez stolen base. Or no, Jose Ramirez error. Like a, a ball that Ramirez hit on an error turned into a hit or the opposite that swung average. And the other one was like Justin Steele having a few earned runs removed in favor of an error. Yeah, those yeah. those both happened against Mike in the week that he was going up against Chris, which is incredibly unfortunate. But he, he overcomes that and beats Chris. And then he faces Spom, who beat him both to beat Mike both times, one of which, the first one, was a 12-0 beating at the hands of Spom. So you know Mike has revenge on his mind there if he can knock off the two teams that aggrieved him the most. Yeah. Make for good storylines. That would be. That would be pretty, pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess since you brought it up, I mean, that does kind of concern me with uh, chat corrections and, like, yeah, like if that happened in the first or second round of the playoffs, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's that sounds like it would be a big, a big, big mess. So I don't know how um, you how you handle that because like this, yeah. does ESPN just retroactively change who your opponent is? I, I yeah, I like, don't know. Like for example, today you made two claims for relievers. If you were playing like Ping or Chris or whoever this week instead of me, you might not be adding relievers. Yeah, or or if let's say. It got switched. I think like Ping added like, uh, he added, he added somebody for like what seemed like a oh a, yeah a move for next year. Let's say like what happens if he he's suddenly in the playoffs? He made roster moves, um, as if he wasn't. So yeah, that that can be a sticky situation. So, I guess the moral of the story is don't let it be close. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I mean try try to eliminate any doubt, but yeah, uh, interesting something to think about. Chris, not for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my faith in the hands of Chris and an ESPN. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about ESPN. It's well, so good to trust them, but yeah. <laughs> in my perspective, it's not too bad, but yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I know I can see for, for, Yeah, for for the the ten other people who are not involved in our matchup, who are furiously rooting for you and hoping that you absolutely destroy me 12 nothing and just drag the dead bodies of my players up and down the streets of connecticut um they may not agree with that so yeah well they're gonna have to kind of send me some some good good juju oh. just kind of write the ship here and make this a close matchup yeah. you're up to three homers now by the way so you got that yeah, for you the ratio is quite the discrepancy but yeah well you've kept it close to the rbi so far so yeah we'll see we'll see it's still time yeah, so these Braves, I knew it. They're, they're, they're killing me. Well, hope, you said they're in cores, so hopefully that's for my sake. That's yeah. a little beneficial for me here for the, the first half of the week. But oh, it has been so far. But yeah, we're 
We're in agreement here, though, that it's going to be a really good one and probably really close. Like, even as you said, even if it is like an 8-4 or something, like, I think it'll be closer than what 8-4 may suggest. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. There's going to be a few a few categories still, even even at that score that are really close, I think. But we'll get some more clarity as, as the week goes on. Let's, let's see. Yeah, it should be very fun, though. I'm glad we were able to get this in early in the week and have more like speculation talk about as opposed to maybe having more of an idea of where the matchup is going to go and that's maybe not the most fun but yeah yeah so yeah certainly and so i'll let you go here thanks for coming on and no pressure but like i said you do have 10 other fan bases rooting very hard for you you don't want to let them down all right i'll do my best no promises all right have a good one thanks thanks bye all right, big thanks to Josh for joining me. Just coming off of COVID on his end. Thankfully, he is, like I said, coming over it. So not much of a worry for him at this point, luckily. Always good to have good health in in the league. Uh, but with that being said, let's get into uh, the recaps here. We'll do the recaps first, and then we'll do... Uh, yeah, we'll do the recaps first. Because we could do football trades, but I want to try to keep trains of thought here. So, records last week. <clears throat> Buckland, because there's a lot of them. Ping, the second most runs. Josh tied for the first in home runs. Ping with the third most homers. Chris with the third worst home run total. Josh and Ping each with the second and third best RBI total. Mike with the second best stolen base total. Tying there. Chris and Ping tied for the third best stolen base title. Or, yeah. Josh with the third worst stolen base, Mark. That's another tie. Josh with the best OPS. Ping with the most strikeouts. Josh with the third most strikeouts. Josh and Ping with the second most quality starts. Mike and Chris with the third most quality starts. Chris with the best save hold, Mark. Mike with the second best ERA and second best whip. And the third best K walk. All right, so the two matchups here. Let's start with the 3 6. Mike and Chris. Mike beats Chris 9-2-1 after Chris felt so bad about the seeding drama and decided to give Mike a bye week after all, for all intents and purposes. Mike starts out with 14 innings, 15 Ks, 2 quality starts, a 0.64 ERA, a .5 whip, and 15 K watt from Luis Castillo. 14 innings, 14 Ks, 2 quality starts, a 129 ERA, a .71 whip, and a 7 K walk from Austin... Aaron Nola, uh, 7 innings, 10 Ks, quality start, 129 ERA, .43 whip, infinite K walk from Wheeler. 11 innings, 16 Ks, quality start, 0 ERA, 0.91 whip, 5-3-3 K walk from Verlander. 7 runs, 3 homers, 4 rubies for Benintendi with 60% of his homers on the season coming in this one week. Uh, and then 9 runs, 1 homer, 7 rubies, 2 steals, betting 6-15 with a 1.54 OPS from Mookie Betts. On Chris's end, 3 save holds and a 0 ERA from Edbert Alzelay. 6 innings, 11 Ks, quality start, 1-5 ERA, 11 K walk from Zach Gallon. 7 innings, 7 Ks, quality start, 129 ERA, 0.43 whip, 7 K walk from Gilbert. 5 runs, 3 homers, 5 rubies, 3 steals from Joe Ram. Uh, 7 RBIs, batting 421 with a 1.311 OPS from Kerry Carpenter. And in the other one, Josh narrowly beating Ping 6-5-1 in, in my opinion, the greatest playoff game in league history, regardless of sport. I don't know if we'll see one like that for a little while. That was so much fun. 7 innings, 10 Ks, quality start, 257, ERA, 0.71 whip, 10 K walk for Scherzer. 7 innings, 6 Ks, quality start, 0 ERA, 0.71 whip for, for Amber. 7 innings, 11 Ks, quality start, 0 ERA, 0.43, 0.43 whip, 11 K walk for Charlie Morton. Uh, 7 
innings, 4Ks, quality start, 1298 ERA, 0.86 whip, infinite K watt from Sonny Gray, 7 2 thirds, 11Ks, quality start, 1117 ERA, 0.39 whip, infinite K watt for Garrett Cole, 12 and a third, 11Ks, quality start, 219 ERA, 0.97 whip from Javier Assad, 6 innings, 3Ks, quality start, 15 ERA for Jake Irvin. Have I said that Josh has a really good pitching staff? We also got seven runs, four homers, six ribbies, and a 1.548 OPS from Schwarber. Seven runs, five homers, 12 ribbies with a 483 average and a 1.689 OPS from Adam Duvall, who was on fire last week. And on Ping's end, three save holds from Taylor Rogers, two quality starts from Ashcraft, seven innings, eight Ks, quality start at 1290 ERA, 0.86 whip from Peterson, seven innings, 12 Ks, quality start, zero ERA, 0.14 whip, infinite K walk from Merrill Kelly, a 500 average of the 1.228 OPS from Freddie Freeman. Six runs, four homers, ten ribbies with the steal, a 407 average, and a 1.317 OPS from Teoscar Hernandez. In the category leaders for the week, Ping, 63 runs, Josh, 22 homers, and 65 RBIs. Mike with 11 steals, Ping with a 2882 average, Josh with a .9066 OPS, Ping with 111 Ks, Josh and Ping with eight quality starts, Mike with a 1.964 ERA, a .873 whip, and a 6.923 K walk, and then Chris with nine save holds that leaves us into like what josh and i talked about we have the walleye and the whale the only two one seeds in dsec history for baseball and mike and spam i talked about with josh here but we have the storylines there with with mike and with spam uh this perfect tom the 2-0 record that spam holds over mike this year in the head-to-head will mike be able to avenge that or will spam make it three in a row could be a very fun matchup. I think Josh and I will be a very fun matchup as well. Should be a very good playoffs, furthering what has already been a really good playoffs so far. This has been a lot of fun, a lot of really good matchups. And I think it's going to continue. And we can end on football trade. So if you have Paolo trading Jacobs in cap space to nut in exchange for Hyatt, a third, and Baker, it looks like. Uh, Paolo gets his Giants wide receiver because, you know, you got to catch them all, right? They're not, none of them are going to be particularly good this year. Hyatt probably has the highest upside there, if we're being honest. Uh, Nutt gets another running back that he has under contract that if all goes well for him and he does end up with Caleb Williams, he could really hit the gas really quickly. But we'll see if he has that capability. Um, yeah, The other one is Paolo again, trading Derek Carr this time to Josh for a second and a third. Josh making this move to for the future where he can maybe hit the gas next year if all goes well with a, another high draft pick this year and having Derek Carr as your QB2 in that scenario, not too bad. So planning ahead for Josh there, trying to get a – trying to. He did get a, a good price there on, on Derek Carr. So good move for the future there for Josh. And lastly, Alex trading two firsts and two-thirds Daniel to ping for Daniel Jones and two-thirds. Alex continues to add there. Really strong football team over there in Fargo. Gets a, another quarterback with Ryan Tannehill. Probably, uh, is no, I think Alex has Tannehill. Probably should look this up here before we go on the air, but, you know, is what it is. I do this live. I do it on the fly because I think it uh, creates good entertainment. I don't want this to be too scripted and too, uh, too boring, too milk toast for you guys. So let's go ahead here, pull up the Fargo Frostbite, and... Trevor, okay, Ryan Tannehill is there, yes. So we end up with uh, Daniel Jones and Trevor Lawrence. It's a pretty dynamic uh, QB duo there for the future with some uh, talented running backs there, really nice wide receiver. That's a, that's a really strong team there with uh, with Fargo. 
not looking forward to, to playing them this year. Not looking forward to playing a few teams this year, but them in particular for sure. So that should wrap up the trades for the week. We didn't have any in the other sports. Um, Chris, with his PTO, thankfully, is getting into the basketball and hockey sheets. Extensions should be live at some point this week, I would hope. That would be a lot of fun to, to do that. Uh, and that means we're coming close to free agency. And the sooner we get the free agency done, the sooner we can do uh, the baseball draft. And wouldn't that be fun? So that's all I got for you. Enjoy the semifinals. Hopefully the team that you are cheering for or the team that you are on wins, unless it's Josh in either case. Uh, so, yeah, thank you all for listening, and I will catch you all the next time.